All right, welcome to a new episode of Guys Who Law. I'm Andrew Icebrook. And I'm Jesse Weber. And we got a very exciting episode for you today. This will be the first 2019 episode. That's right. Wait, carry the one. Yeah, 2019 yeah. <laughs> episode. And episode 24, also in reference to my favorite TV show of all time. Oh, Jack Bauer. Oh, I had a, oh, beep, 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 yeah. Isn't that the, the intro? Yeah. Dune. I loved it. So yeah, we got a we got an action packed episode today. We are, <laughs> I like how you did that. Um, our first topic, just to give like a quick uh, preview, this is what makes America great: that you can come up with some oddball dance move and then sue somebody, somebody or a company because they they might have used some reference to it. We'll get into it, but basically. Uh, the guy from Fresh Prince of Bel Air is suing Fortnite because they might have stolen his dance move, allegedly. Yep. Um, and then we're going to dive into Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Great guy. <laughs> Great guy. So, you know, acclaimed actor, got in, accused by over 30 men of sexual misconduct. Well, now that has entered into the legal arena because he was just criminally charged with indecent assault and battery, it could face up to five years in prison or two and a half years in jail. If found guilty, we're going to talk about that as well as his very famous video that he just posted. That was bizarre. Yeah, that was wild. Um, And then lastly, we are going to talk about a man in Washington that was wanted by the police department. um, And they started to have a – was it a Facebook conversation? Yep, a Facebook back and forth love communication. Yeah, about that he would turn himself in and and then he didn't. We're waiting for you. Yeah. Is it us? It was very friendly and uh, we'll we'll dive into that later. But first, let's talk about – the Carlton dance. I'm sure most people know what that is. You, did dun, you watch Fresh Prince dun, of Bel-Air? Dun, yeah. dun, dun, <laughs> I loved it. It was great. I do it. I used to do it in college all the time. Yeah, so this is a story all about how oh, <laughs> Alfonso Ribeiro. Life's got terms upside down. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Alfonso Ribeiro, who plays Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, a very popular show in the 90s. Uh, had this dance in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air called the Carlton, Carlton Dance. It's kind of when you like throw your hands up and down to the side. Right to left, right to, right left. to left. And yeah. Then you, yeah. So he, is, he has sued the popular video game uh, Fortnite. Uh, and this video game is huge. It's Do you up play this? I, have, I haven't played it, but it, it, it is huge. I've read that people's relationships are suffering because of Fortnite. Yeah, it takes up so much time. There's people who make millions of dollars a year a year by streaming and themselves playing Fortnite and like Twitch. I don't get it. I, I do like video games and I played Red Dead Redemption 2 for countless hours. That's probably not normal. Yeah. But you gotta step back a little bit. Yeah. Um but you know, good for them. This is America. If they if they can make a living off that, kudos. Um but basically uh, Alfonso Ribeiro sued Fortnite because they had a character in for or characters in Fortnite who uh, do the Carlton dance. It's basically like a like a um, like an a, avatar. Yeah, like or something that you can like per, you know upgrade to your, your character to in the game to like do the Carlton dance. Yeah, it's not it's not Carlton who's doing it. Yeah, it's, the characters don't like, look like Carlton. It's like some random character that they have in there. But right. But uh, but Ribeiro is saying that they infringed his copyright uh, on the Carlton dance and that they misappropriated his likeness. Uh, there's been other claims similar to this by different people. So, Jesse, do you know the floss dance? No, you what's know flossing? that? Flossing? 
Like, like legitimately floss? Like no, no, not like the dental practice of flossing. But like in a dance move? Yeah, like uh, the, um, just to describe what I'm doing, I'm like putting my arms, like <laughs> swinging them. I wish our show was visual right now. Yeah, so that, there's a very popular dance, flossing. It, it kind of looks like you had a walker, like at 87 <laughs> years old, and you're moving it from side to side. I was sitting down, so it's difficult to show. But basically, uh, one of the kids who might have founded that dance, mm-hmm. um, he also sued Fortnite because that dance is... is, is it, is is yeah. in the game. Okay. Uh, so the same lawyer is representing that guy. There's another. There's another. There's another uh, person who's suing to the rapper Two Millie. Uh, that he has. He also has a signature dance move. Millie Rock. Millie Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, three dances basically that Fortnite is using. There's lawsuits. Um, there. Fortnite is is making you know millions off this game. Sometimes they're making money off these specific dances too because people like purchase it as an upgrade. Uh, so, Ribera's, Ribero's in the middle of a lawsuit. Uh, two claims here. Um, what do you think? What, do you, what, are, what are his chances? Probably not good. Yeah. Okay, if you first start off with his personal likeness, right? Suing under right of publicity. Mm-hmm. If the characters looked like Carlton, if they looked like Alfonso Ribero, I'd say, hmm, maybe. But the characters don't look like him. And even if they did look like Carlton, think about that. It looks like Carlton. It doesn't look like Ribeiro. Carlton is a character owned by the people who produced Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, he doesn't have so rights to the Ribeiro Carlton doesn't, banks. Doesn't own Carlton. That like Pierce Brosnan can't say I own the James Bond character. Right. No. You know, and and look, you got to give him credit for the idea of creating that dance, right? I'm sure. Did he, he did he actually come up with the idea for that dance? I don't know, but look, he made it. He even if he didn't come up with it, like he perfected it. Yeah. He was so perfect doing that dance. But, okay, it doesn't even look like him, so I don't even know how they're trying to get that right of publicity that his uh, it's his name, image, or likeness. Well, even they would say that, that it's a connotation of him. Like, people, when people see that, they would think of... They would think of him. But is that the law? That that's what people would think of? I, I think it's an argument that you can make that's not totally wild, but... Yeah, but if you go to that slippery slope and you're saying from now on, okay, something kind of reminds me of a celebrity, then where does the ground Well, the problem end? is it doesn't even remind you of him it reminds you of his character yeah that's exactly right yeah he doesn't he's different he's different than his character yeah it's not like he was playing himself no so i think there's a lot of problems there yeah um and the other claim um which has kind of been more in the focus of what people were talking about is copyright infringement that's probably the stronger claim yeah i would say that's the stronger claim but um there's a bunch of reasons why i personally feel he's not going to be successful the question um, is, can you copyright a dance? That's the first question. Is a dance, is 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 are dances copyrightable? And yeah. basically, the short answer the short answer is sometimes. And uh, what? Well, just to step yeah, back, yeah. a copyright is basically when you protect something that you create. Yeah, create. You have to creative a creative work. Right. Yeah. It's like a song, a movie, a show. Uh, a piece of artwork, something, a a song, a book, anything you create. So things that, it's a form of creative expression that's unique. It's not just an idea. And you somehow encapsulate it in something, a CD, uh, you know, a piece of paper. You have to encompass it in some way. Um, And the question is, can you copyright a dance? So basically what has come out of, you know, case law and from like memos and, uh, practicums that have spoken about this issue is that the dances that can be copyrightable 
are you are are dances that have uh, chore- you know a, a good amount of choreography associated with it. So for example, like the Nutcracker, like the choreography associated with the Nutcracker, which is a very it's a long show, like an hour or two, um, can be copyrighted. So nobody can come forward and make. A, cu- a nutcracker style show. They can call it like anything else they want, but if it has the same kind of moves, well, the, the, the dance moves, choreography, the, the same exact choreographed dance moves, that would that that in theory would be copyright infringement. But but there's also been um, in, in in terms of specific dance moves, like the Carlton dance. It's one dance move. It's not like a, a choreographed right. dance. Um, there hasn't been any case law on that, but there's been. Um, Basically, treatises like memos by Congress when they drafted the Copyright Act that said that dance moves are by themselves are not copyrightable. That's why the moonwalk, Michael Jackson couldn't copyright that. Yeah, you know, whether you agree with that or not, that's a different story. Because then nobody could go out and do it. Yeah, then you would all be sued. So how do you you have to create a really complex choreographed sequence? Of moves. Yeah, I would say if if you wanted to copyright a dance, it would need to be. Uh, first of all, pretty good length. Like it can't just be like a quick thing, and it really can consist of like a a, 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 a fairly choreographed uh, sequence. If you're a boy band and you have a music video and you yeah. do all these, can that be copyrighted? Well, not a, the music video. I'm talking about the actual choreography in the dance. Well, that's only. I think there's what we're speaking about now in terms of choreography is only one factor. There's also other factors that are like the the, the basic factors of whether something is copyrightable too. Like where, where, where there's any, where there's, if there's like any creativity added. Because your body can only move so many ways. Yeah, like if I'm just like tapping my head or something like for an hour, yeah. I can say that's choreographed, but it's not copyrightable because that's not, I'm not adding anything creative. Yeah, and you can't prevent somebody else from using it. So for imagine like somebody yeah. wanted to incorporate a version of the Carlton dance in another dance sequence. Like they yeah. start dancing like this and then they do a spin, they do a moonwalk. Yeah. Imagine if they everything was protected. They would just stand still at parties, like an awkward middle school dance. Yeah, or I mean, you know, that could, let's say all of that was copyrightable individually, which it's not. But since you, when you put them all together, could be considered like sort of like a derivative work, like a it has its own creativity, has, like yeah, free fair use, a little bit of everything. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. Have you done the Carlton dance in a public location before? Um, I feel like I've tried. I don't. I don't know if I've done the Carlton dun, dun, dance. Done. So then, no, it makes sense, and it, I really think it's a. It make a lot of times in intellectual property law, if something has a functional use, if something can't be separated from uh, the artistic value, you can't protect it. So it's the same thing in trademark or copyright. Like the question is, can you trademark a piece of clothing? Can you copyright a piece of clothing? Mm-hmm. And, you, and if something serves a functional purpose, it's very hard to protect it because you need. It's just a function of how it works. In order to dance, you need to move your body. You need to move your arms. You need to move your legs, your head, everything. If you're going to restrict how people do that, I think that's actually – that would be a terrible situation. So why do you think he's doing this though? Because his lawyers had to uh, tell him exactly Because Fortnite's making saying. a ton of money and he hopes for a settlement. That's one reason. Or do you think it's just a publicity stunt? You don't think Alfonso Ribeiro is getting <laughs> enough publicity? He does – What does he do? I think he does – he's a spokesman for golf. Yeah, whoa, whoa. He's like, he's like <laughs> I think he was like the spokesman. He was Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. This is the match. Like, I think I've seen him do it. Wait, he did, he did the match? I, th- I think he did, like, the commercials for the match. Yeah. Or he, I've seen him do, or I've also seen him maybe do for sports, too, like uh, football. I don't know. We should have talked about this the last week with our guests. Yeah. I guess you're, you might be right. He's probably just trying to get some sort of settlement. 
you see a cash cow like that Fortnite, you're not going to try to make some money off of it. I mean, why is why is uh-huh. Millie Rock doing it too? Maybe they all want publicity. But they want that money. If I was Fortnite, I would be like, I'm holding down the fort. I'm not giving you guys a penny. Yeah. That, it's a, Sue me. I, may, I have enough money for lawyers to defend this. How much money has it made? I don't know. That's public. And Lots of nuts. Yeah. So they're probably not going to win this lawsuit any which way, but yeah. it is kind of interesting. Do you think Fortnite regrets them? Like, oh, I wish we didn't do that. No, this is probably great for Fortnite, too. It's probably getting more people to play the game. Because I looked, I, you know, I didn't know so much about Fortnite, but I went on YouTube and I looked at uh, what, the da- what the dancing avatar looks like. Yeah. That's a view for them. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Well, let's, well, should we rate this? Let's yeah, rate I think this. we should rate this. Yeah. I'll give this a three. Just because it's like people like Fortnite, but also, who knows, maybe people who are interested in the idea of their amazing dance moves can be protected. Yeah, I'm going to give this like a 3.7. Just Ooh, a little higher. It's a little, a little higher. Like, this is not more investigation level. Right. Um, but there's going to be some case law that could potentially come from this, like that can set some precedent. There's not much case law about this issue. So anytime that there can be case law that you know might clarify things i think that's kind of interesting yeah for some people so let's see what happens i don't <laughs> think they're gonna win though maybe it'll settle probably not i don't maybe even know fi- it's not gonna probably even get the trial sometimes i just see cases just falling apart they just don't go anywhere they just yeah. get dismissed or they just drop the, the lawsuit one way or another usually there's more gray area in cases too. if they said hey listen we'll just give you like a free pass of Fortnite for a year <laughs> you know i don't know how much it is why don't we give you a free copy of Fortnite? yeah all right mm. yeah okay next case Next story. Kevin Spacey? Okay, yeah, Mr. Spacey. Mr. Kevin Spacey, acclaimed actor in some of the best movies of all time. I mean, really, when you think about Usual Suspects, unbelievable movie. Well, do you know that we haven't seen him in about a year? That's because all these allegations came forward that he sexually assaulted or engaged in sexual misconduct of multiple men, both here and abroad. This past week, though, things took a very different turn for Mr. Spacey. He's been charged with sexual assault, uh, actually indecent assault and battery, according to a Massachusetts prosecutor. According to the alleged victim's mother, Spacey got uh, molested, an 18-year-old boy. He was working at a restaurant in Nantucket, allegedly groped him by putting his hands down his pants, Very serious allegation here, very serious crime. Indecent assault or battery carries with it a five-year prison sentence or two and a half years in state in in a jail. Um, And again, this is the first time that we've seen Spacey now enter into the legal arena. Also, just another example of a really high-powered individual who's being brought into the court court system. Criminal. 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 It's a really serious charge. Well, what happened when the news broke? of this charge, we saw a video titled Let Me Be Frank that was posted on Kevin Spacey's Twitter page and we haven't heard from Spacey in about a year. Mm. And this video portrayed Spacey in his House of Cards character, Frank Underwood. Let me let me just explain what this video was. It was him in a Christmas apron, washing his hands, like cutting a turkey, talking like Frank Underwood and it was a combination of him speaking both as Kevin Spacey's, what his, you know, what's going on with him, and also Frank Underwood's character. And he combined the two into one of the most bizarre videos, and some people have said extremely creepy videos they've ever seen. To give you an example of what he said, let me just quote 
If I didn't pay the price for the things we both know I did do, I'm certainly not going to pay the price for the things I didn't do. Of course, they're going to say I'm being disrespectful, not playing by the rules like I ever played by anyone's rules before. I never did, and you loved it. Despite all the poppycock, the animosity, the headlines, the impeachment without a trial, despite everything, despite even my own death, I feel surprisingly good. And my confidences grow each day that soon enough, you'll all know the full tr- Well, wait a minute. Now that I think of it, you never actually saw me die, did you? They're just, ha- they're just dying to have me uh, declare that everything I said is true and that I got what I deserved. But you wouldn't believe the worst without evidence, would you? You wouldn't rush to judgment without facts, would you? Did you? So this is bizarre on many levels. And the idea that he released this video, my first question is, mm. he thought this out. He thought this out. He Clearly there was a teleprompter. He practiced it. I mean, he was still a great actor. And somebody was videotaping it. So somebody had the idea that this was a good idea. My question is, who was this aimed towards? It couldn't have been a potential jury because any potential jury would be screened from seeing this. I think it was his, his, you know, his old fans or, you know, people who used to follow him. What fan base is out there, though? Well, old fans. I mean, people who are no longer fans of him that he's trying to get back. Like He's trying to get back public support and maybe explain himself a little bit. I don't know if it's going to work or not. But uh, but yeah, okay, they really like his character. They think he's a good actor. But even if he can convince them that he's innocent, what does that matter for him? I don't know if it matters for his legal for the charges against him, but you know, these days a lot of things um are a result of public perception. It can hurt to try to get the public more on your side. I don't know if this was the way of doing it, but... But even if the public was on his side, the court system is the court system. It has to remain impartial. And, okay, what does he want? His job back? The producers, the creators of House of Cards, the execs at Netflix, they've said, we will never work with him again. This is even before the charge was filed. They said, we're never going to work with him again. He's not going to get his job back. And I think the, this is like the weirdest season seven tra- trailer message I've ever so, seen. So when this uh, – do you think this will be used as evidence, this video? I, I think no because what is it – the only time – the only way I think it's going to be used as evidence if he's, if he's found guilty mm-hmm. and during a sentencing phase, they want to say he didn't appreciate the wrongfulness of what he did. Here, Watch this video. Yeah. He made light of a situation by going into his Frank Underwood character because right. if he really wanted to be – sincere and he wanted to make a truthful statement he should have done it as kevin spacey he didn't need to be frank underwood to deliver the message yeah that's true if he if he really wanted to reach like anybody who might turn around why would he do it in character like that's it's so insincere and why reference at the very end oh you didn't see me die meaning you're going to come back for the show what is this message about yeah. is it about the show is it about you and he never officially Denied. Yeah, I mean, he did say the things I didn't do, but he didn't officially deny anything. He said, he goes, we all know that it's never that simple in politics and life. I mean, let's go into the allegations, too, because they're pretty creepy. Yeah. Um, so basically, he was in Nantucket, right? And at a restaurant. At, at a restaurant. Um, the, um, the, the alleged victim who um, uh, is part of this... Uh, he, he's a busboy, bus 18 boy. years old. He was a busboy at the restaurant and saw Kevin Spacey there. Um, and at the end of the night, I believe, Kevin Spacey um, offered him drinks. And so the guy the, allegedly told him he was 23 years told, old. Told him he was 23 years old, um, um, I would think, just so he can get, have drinks and it wouldn't be an issue. 
Um, but they start drinking. They had a, they had a lot of the drinks allegedly. Um, they sang at the piano together. Um, and then later in the night, uh, Kevin Spacey uh, reaches down uh, the, the 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 boy's pants um, and starts fondling him uh, multiple times. So one of the things that we've heard. Um, and we kind of got audio from the probable cause hearing. The probable cause hearing happens before the criminal complaint is filed. It's basically to see if they have enough evidence to go forward with a criminal charge. Right. It seems what the defense is trying to argue is that this guy consented. That's a tough thing to do. To sit, to blame the victim or the alleged victim that he consented is really tricky because you're basically – you be that person. How easy was it for – they said, well, he should have backed away. He stayed too long. Yeah. That's – you don't victim blame. I think it's really tough to do that. But, it, I mean, again, we don't know the full details of what happened. Well, and then and then also they – now they're saying that there's video evidence. Snapchat video. Snapchat that he sent to his girlfriend at the time it was happening. So – and he had told his girlfriend that, like, that he was raped by Kevin Spacey. He went home that night and he, and he says that he told her that he was raped by Kevin Spacey. And they also said there was witnesses in the bar who witnessed this. Yeah, but I think when the defense counsel questioned one of the officers about the video, he said he just touches the shirt, correct? Yes. No body parts are ever seen, correct? Yes. But then again, it's weird because if his hand is down his pants, of course you wouldn't see a body you part. You wouldn't see a body part, yeah. And I, heard, it, I heard some of them, some of the people who saw it only heard the audio too. But Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's, look, nobody can really judge because we don't know what happened unless you were in that bar in that restaurant. We haven't seen either. And too. we don't know. Yeah. It's a really creepy allegation. And it might very well be true based upon, you can't have so many people come out and it not be something true. Yeah, I was watching an interview with the victim's mother today. Yeah, and she's a the, former the new, news anchor, right? Um, yeah, she's a former news act anchor in the Boston area. And um, she was saying that after they came out, um, that like tons of people who had had the same experience called her. Yeah. Um, so. Look, I'm, it's a weird situation that was only made more strange by that video. And the question is, there was one thing in the video that was interesting. He's, well, there's a lot that was interesting, but he said, you can't judge, you're going to rush to judgment without evidence. He makes a point. You really can't judge anything without evidence. And we saw kind of in the Justice Kavanaugh situation, people are so quick to convict somebody in the court of public opinion without Everywhere law. these days. Everybody. Any kind of case, I think in the public that you're assumed guilty before you're tried. Yeah. In the public, not, you know. It's a problem. It's a real big problem. How do, you, how do you fight that, though? I don't really know how you get around that. Look, he also might be saying, look, there's only so much I can do in a courtroom. I can't make an argument. So here's my way of making my statement. Yeah. World. I also think it would be interesting. His arraignment's coming up on January seventh. Yeah. Would it be interesting if he, I think he's going to be plead guilty? But let him. I mean, really? excuse me, not guilty, okay. not guilty. Yeah. But imagine if he pled guilty because he didn't think he would win the case. But he's telling the whole world, "Listen, I have to do this because of the legal, um, the legal realm." Know. But what I, we all know the truth. I think he cares more about his public persona than potentially like going to jail. Maybe he just still loves acting and he just wanted another opportunity to act. I don't, either way, do you think he's acting again? I don't know. I don't think he'll ever be able to act in this country. He might be able to act abroad. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know how you get over this. Imagine being his attorneys. Yeah. 
hey, they go, hey, he calls his attorney, hey, I'd like to do the Frank Underwood character and, uh, you know, make references to the show, but also my current situation, to which I would say, uh, Kevin, you don't pay me enough. I'm going to go jump out the window. You okay? I mean, legitimately, how, imagine being his lawyer and you wake up the next day and you see this. Doesn't he probably have a publicity, publicity person too? Yeah, they currently have burned down their office. <laughs> uh, honestly. Or are they should... just like, yes, man. They're like, oh my God, Kevin, that is a great idea. I read just before we came on that he's trying to fight his arraignment. Uh, not his arraignment. He's trying to fight making an appearance at his arraignment. Because this will be the one of the first times we ever see him since he quieted up, except for the video. I mean, I, I... Have you seen the Twitter comments about the video? No. Well, remind me again. What they oh, said. they're great. They said uh, one was... <laughs> One was like, okay, uh, after banning Baby It's Cold Outside, there's no more creepy things in the holiday season. They go, Kevin Spacey says, hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) What a Christmas gift to give, a holiday gift to give to uh, his attorneys and PR people. Yeah, he was like cooking in the video too. And then he's drinking coffee that he's not really drinking. I know. The whole thing was weird. It was so weird. Maybe he's losing it. I I don't know. Somebody agreed to help him. Yeah, somebody was on camera to operating the teleprompter or something. Do you think that he will be convicted? Do you think, or at the very least, do you think he'll plead guilty? Do you think that he will face prison time? If they have video evidence and they have witnesses, I think it's going to be very difficult for him to mm-hmm. to win that case. Um, I haven't seen the video though, so I don't know what it's like. I don't like if it's if it's video evidence that's ambiguous. That's that's that you know this could be up in the air. Then I don't know what witnesses they have. Yeah. So. Um, but I, I heard the mother. Um, I mean, she's not the alleged victim, but she she was sounded very credible. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, I'm sure he kept, Spacey's going to see the video at some point. He hasn't already. Yeah. Um, so it would be interesting to see what he does based on what if he sees the video. Man. I mean, he he, he might say it was consensual. Was he going to make another video? Yeah. Now you have all. He, now you know I've seen the video. <laughs> And it's all lies, right? No. I don't know. Weird. Weird. Um, all right. Do we write, should we rate this one? Yeah. I want to give this one about a seven because it's yeah. it doesn't affect everybody's life, but it's just another instance of sexual assault, misconduct, abuse, you know, in today's day and age. It's important. Yeah. Important I mean, to come forward. The allegations here are, are serious, uh, very serious. There's a criminal charge, not civil. There's a criminal charge. Recent too. This happened in 2016, right? And you mentioned Allegedly. it too. Yeah, in 2016, you mentioned it too. You remember we talked about one of our first podcasts that if you lose an actor to you know this, like there's never going to be Ke- more Kevin Spacey movies. And maybe you really like that. Well, that's going to affect your life a lot. I don't know. That affects the rating. <laughs> I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, no usual suspects too. Yeah, not many, not many more Kevin Spacey movies out there. I, I'll give it like a 7.4. Um, you just got a one-up me, don't you? I know, you? yeah. <laughs> it's good to go second on these. Um, but we'll see what comes up, comes of this. We'll see what happens in the arraignment on, in January. That's soon. And then also, I think it's important because another instance of people capturing things using technology. Here's Snapchat. Yeah. Phones everywhere. Snapchat be everywhere. No matter what you do, remember you're always being videotaped. Yeah. So what? This is a quick tangent, but like one thing I don't understand is Snapchat. It disappears after. A, a yeah, but there's like but a, they, they probably video. Over, yeah, video there's over. there's a server that probably has everything. Or she Why, videoed like the Snapchat. What Snapchats phone. have you sent, Andrew? <laughs> huh? Have you done? Car- that's what Snapchat is. Have, uh, you know. Have you done Carlos Danger? Uh, Carlos Danger. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, all right. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Um, so next story. The um, next story takes place in Washington. I love this story, by the way. Yeah. This is this is this is a this is this this, this one's like an uplifting story. Kind of heartwarming, maybe. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Recently, the Richland Police Department in Washington posted a photo of Anthony Akers, who is wanted by the Department of Corrections for failure to comply. Uh, he had allegedly violated his probation and had a history of illegal possession of prescription drugs and resisting arrest, according to the Tri-City Herald. Uh, shortly after, Akers commented um, on the wanted photo that the, uh, the police department had posted and said, calm down. I'm going to turn myself in. So he commented on a photo, like on what was his Facebook? Or yeah, Facebook on Facebook. Yeah. And then police responded by saying, "Hey, Anthony, we haven't seen you yet. Our business hours are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Of course, if you need a ride, you can call non non emergency at 509-628-0333, and we'll pick you up." And then Anthony responded, "Thank you. Tying up a couple loose ends <laughs> since I will probably be in there for a month. Should be there in the next 48 hours." So there was there was no activity on the post uh, for a few days, and people were wondering if Acres had tur- actually turned up. Uh, and police uh, said that he had not turned up, and posted on Facebook again. They said, "Dear Anthony, is it us? Last Wednesday we reached out to you as wanted. You replied and even said you were going to turn yourself in. We waited, but you didn't show. After you stood us up, we reached out again. This time offering you a ride." You replied and said you needed 48 hours. The weekend came and went. We're beginning to think that you're not coming. Please call us anytime and we'll come to you. 509-628-0333. So then, so then Anthony, Anthony responded to that and said, Dear RPD, <laughs> it's not you, it's me. I obviously, I obviously have commitment issues. I apologize for standing you up, but let me make it up to you. I will be there no later than lunchtime tomorrow. I know you have no reason to believe me after what I did to you, but I promise that if you don't make it on my own, but but I promise that if I don't make it on my own by lunchtime tomorrow, I will call for a ride to assist me with my commitment issues. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you in advance to your response. If you are patiently, thank you, thank you in advance to your response. If you are patiently giving me another chance with us, I don't, I know I don't deserve it. He might have made a couple typos in his paragraph, and he said, "P.S. You're beautiful." Smiley, some sort of sort, some sort of smiley face. Smiley face emoji. Emoji, yeah. With the, is it the kissy? I think I it's the know, kissy I face. Don't know. It's some sort of one. Yeah, and yeah. then later in the day, Acres posted a selfie of himself at the police station with the caption, "Here for our date, sweetheart." Now I love this heartwarming story. First of all, gotta give it up to the police department. Yeah, they're having fun with their job. You gotta have a sense of humor. Gotta know? have a sense of humor, and it's yeah. not that serious of a crime. No, you know, violating your probation not a good thing. Illegal possession of prescription drugs. Not awful, you know. They can't do it to a murderer. Hey, you know, we noticed you've been really active. Yeah. Really, we've seen a lot of things happen all across town, a lot of dead bodies. Yeah. No, I I thought this was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it seems like like a good guy. Have you seen what he looks like? No. Oh, man. Look him up real quick. Let me look him up real quick. He looks like a pirate village person. Take a look at him very carefully. See him? Um, oh, with the handlebar mustache? Oh, yeah. yeah. You, do you trust people with handlebar mustaches? Or you uh, wonder, like, which girl they're going to tie to a railroad track? It can go both ways, I think. Um, then he shaved in one picture, too. Listen, if I if 
you had to tell me, like, out of a lineup, who wrote this back and forth to the police department. I pick him out in a second. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't surprise me. This picture. But do you think the police should do this more often? Use comedy and and uh, fun. To... Uh, maybe they have they have a better. It's good for PR, I guess. It is good for PR, but tough being a police officer working for the police department. Tough job. Tough yeah, job. Yeah, you really see horrible serious. situations. So maybe you need to add some levity to it at times. Yeah, it was great. They were like, "We're going to offer to pick you up." Yeah. <laughs> so good. Our business hours are that is hysterical. Five. Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, good for them. Good. For they weren't them. that concerned about it. No, maybe, maybe there were side conversations we don't know about. Yeah, they could have been like a Chris Hansen, uh, uh, you know, to catch a predator. Like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. And then the SWAT team comes down and kills him. Maybe it was all staged. Yeah, Anthony, why are you, uh, why are you not coming in? Yeah. <laughs> maybe he was already in there. And they're like, they're, pe- people will get a kick out of this. Let's yeah, do let's it. do it. Come on, let's do it. On. Yeah, uh, great story. I love that one. It made me smile. Yeah, good way. To oh wait, end. now he's in jail though. Yeah, but I mean, he's there on his own volition. Yeah. Um, but good way to end the year on a high. Yeah, what a year it's been. We started this in 2018, didn't we? Yeah, we started in 2018. Time flies, whoa. Yeah, now we're going into 2019. New stories, new things to, to talk about. Yeah, lots of um, cr- lots of big legal stories this year, from Mueller to Harvey Weinstein. Um, we're this is our last year uh, that the you know 21st century is in its teens. It's growing up the 21st sure, century. Sure, we're going to get into 2020 soon. I, by the way, I thought of that the other day, and I thought it was like a breakthrough what I just came up with. I was like, the 21st century is entering. It's not exiting. like the millennium, but I guess, it's, I, I guess that's interesting. My gosh, how you've been. If you think about it, like, let's think about the last few years. 2016, all that stuff with the election, that's like when 2016 was being a rebel, yeah. right? Yeah. 2018, starting to mature a little bit. 2019, it's going to be like the last time. They're, they're trying to get the last hurrah. The last hurrah. Last hurrah Who yeah. knows what the 20s will be like? Yeah, 20, 20, maybe 20 will be like tame, like we're finding ourselves. And then 21, like we've reached that age where things legal. are like more legal now. Yeah. Um, it's also funny, like, doesn't it sound so futuristic? 2020. Yeah, I feel like that was like the name of some movies, like, I don't know, I can't think of it. But. It also the vision that I used to have before I uh, <laughs> been looking at my phone too much. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, a great year. Um, the Guys Who Law will be back in 2019. We will return. It's like the end of a movie credit. E- even though the Guys Who Law will return. Yeah, The Guys Who Law will return. Will return. Um, season two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've been renewed. Uh, by ourselves. By ourselves. Uh, We're renewed until somebody says, turn them off. <laughs> please turn them off. Turn, please turn them off. Yeah. Oh, by the way, let's talk about this quickly. Oh, yeah. We have guys guys who law mugs. It's great. It's our logo. So our faces with the guys who law uh, print. It says with Andrew Iceberg and Jesse Weber. I never thought I would enjoy drinking out of a mug as much as I am right now. Yeah. I mean, we only have two for ourselves, but yeah. I guess we officially have merch now. So if enough people request, we'll- Where are people going to request this? Instagram? Yeah. Direct message us. If, you, yeah. if, if we get if we get enough, then maybe we'll get a larger order. Yeah. I think it's great. Don't you want to drink out of a cup that has both of our baby pictures on it? <laughs> I've always wanted that. So yeah. You, you know, you were laid on a Christmas gift, you know, this could be it. Where do we get this? I, I actually got it as a gift. Oh, yeah, someone gave this to you as a gift. Yes, I don't know where they got it. It's a good gift. Yeah. Did they give you two because they wanted you to give this one to me? They probably did. So I got a gift. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. All right, everybody, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for listening, and have a happy new year. Happy new year. We'll see you in 2019.